It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Ross Christ. What's happening in Ohio? This is the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. We're with you up until 6.35 tonight before we switch over to the official live broadcast of the Cincinnati Reds. And speaking of those Cincinnati Reds, it's a David versus Goliath matchup tonight as the Reds take on the Yankees in the Big Apple. First pitch at 7.05. You can listen to all the action here on 97.1. Who better to break this one down than our very own Ethan Sargent and Carl Blaylock? We're going to jump to them in just a second. Plus, after the break, Tiger's making some big comments before the Open regarding his friends over at the LIV Tour. We'll play those comments out for you and see what the boys think on those ones. And, of course, we'll have our surefire hot picks of the evening before the end of the show and, of course, sports fan trivia. And I'm going to just jump into our trivia question right now. If you think you know it, phone lines are open, 740-592-6646. What pitcher has the most wins in a Yankees uniform Overall, career wins. What pitcher has the most wins in a Yankees uniform overall? I picked that one because the Reds are going against the Yankees today. And, Ethan, I'm going to start with you, big man. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's a beautiful evening in southeastern Ohio, so I'm happy. Ethan, you, you have to be delighted as well with this Yankees team. They're sitting at the very top of Major League Baseball with the best record, the best win percentage. I mean, they have the offensive fire, firepower, they have the pitching, and now they have a limping Cincinnati Reds team coming to the Big Apple tonight. Do you fancy your chances? I mean, I fancy the, ch the Yankees' chances against pretty much anybody in baseball right now. Um, you know, if, yeah, I, I, I can't remember the last time the Yankees lost a series, which is pretty scary. Um, but I will never underestimate the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland the Cincinnati Reds, of course. Um, the Reds, you know, they, they've got some, they still have some talented players. Um, Brandon Drury's a guy that probably won't be a Cincinnati Red for very much longer. Sorry, sorry, Carl. Um, Existence is pain. <laughs> but, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Reds, you know, took one of these three games. You know, I, tonight they've got Graham Ashcroft on, uh, Ashcraft on the mound, very talented pitcher. Another, I, I believe, is, is Green scheduled to pitch one of the next nights? Mm, I don't think so. Green That's pitched on Sunday. Green pitched shame. on Sunday. I would, I would have liked so. to see him pitch against the Yankees because, you know, as a guy in Hunter Green who's shown flashes of, you know, real talent, but his problem has been the home run ball, and what better team to kind of figure that out against than against the New York Yankees <laughs> who just love to mash the baseball. So You just want to see the Reds lose by 20. No, I, I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> I, I want to see good baseball. And, Ethan, the uh, MLB All-Star Game rosters came out a couple days ago. Are you happy with the Yankees that are represented on there? Do you think there's any snubs on your roster? Not, not really. I think the Yankees are, are well represented, and deservedly so. Aaron Judge was a, was a write-in. I mean, I think Jose Trevino definitely earned his spot. Um, a guy that kind of came out of nowhere um, and found a way to uh, get that, uh, that all-star spot, which is very impressive considering, you know, he was kind of just a late-season pickup for a pitcher in Albert Abreu that is now, once again, a New York Yankee. So... Brian Cashman, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan all the time, but he, he definitely won that trade. Um, and plenty, plenty of other players well-deserving as well. Uh, 
I'm surprised you didn't want Joey Gallo in the All-Star game. Uh, if, if Cincinnati wants Joey Gallo, which I have seen rumors that they are interested in Joey Gallo, if you want to send Luis Castillo to New York, please feel free. We can do that one-on-one, -on -one. no, no prospects. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sad thing is I think Nick Kroll would take that deal. Well, Carl, we're going to give you a chance here to tell me why your Cincinnati Reds We'll get it done tonight in the Big Apple. They are big underdogs in this one. But we're going to go to the phone lines now. Welcome to the sports fan. Who are we speaking with? Uh, this is David and Katie and Phoebe. David, oh! Katie, and Phoebe, the tripod. And we have the answer. All right. The, tonight's trivia question was, what pitcher has the most wins in a Yankees uniform, all-time career wins? Who is that? That Mr. Whitey Ford. That is correct. Good job. <laughs> You three are the smartest people in southeastern Ohio. Good work, Katie, David, and Phoebe. Call back again tomorrow. We'll see if you guys still have it. How about that? You bet we will. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. Ethan, did you know that one? No, I did not. Okay. Um, I, I said Andy Pettit. Um, you know, I'm more, of a, uh, I'm more of a modern Yankees fan. I don't, I don't have the... Uh, the vast knowledge of, you know, the Yankees teams of the, the 20s through the 50s. Um, you know, there, there is a lot of, uh, plenty of great Yankees pitchers throughout the years, so I kind of just thought of the, uh, the most prominent and best one from that kind of era of, you know, late Yankee dominance, late well, 90s, early 2000s. He was yeah. gone for a bit, though. That's the thing. He was. Like, he was gone for a few years. That's probably That's why true. he isn't. Well, I'll give you this one, Ethan. If you couldn't have guessed Whitey, who would you have guessed? Pettit. Okay, Pettit, number three. Number right, three. So, fair so, enough. Number is, three. Is Cone I, two? I would love to tell you who number two is. However, in the WATH studios right now, we are dealing with some technical difficulties <laughs> as my computer has decided to die. But I'm going to uh, digress over to the Reds' chances tonight. Mr. Carl Blaylock, you're in here proudly wearing that Cincinnati Reds shirt. I'm going to say at least once a week. You are... You, you stand by your team even though they are sitting in dead last in the NL Central. Give me some hope. Give our listeners some hope on why they can upset the Bronx Bombers tonight. Um. <laughs> uh, the Jeopardy music going. Um, Joey Gallo's in the lineup. <laughs> I can give an argument for the Reds winning the game. Graham Ashcroft, is, Ashcroft has pitched well. Like, I, I have seen flashes from the guy. He is not, by, by any means, he has not pitched badly. Of course, he's had rough outings because, you know, the Reds have struggled. But he's done well, and the Reds, you know, have had, have had the offense at times. They've shown the flashes. I still think that there's enough power in this lineup for the Reds to, you know, at least take a few runs off Garrett Cole, who's pitching tonight for the Yankees. Um, you know, we know how good Garrett Cole is. He's great. You know, you can make your arguments about the spider tack and, you know, the grip and whatnot. But he's been, he's been very solid this year. He hasn't been really, you know, he hasn't been like a Cy Young candidate or up near that level where he was maybe a couple years ago. But he's still a very, very elite pitcher. So the Reds may struggle tonight. Um, but I do think that in the end, I do think the Yankees will pull it out just because you know, with the power that the Yankees have in the lineup, you're not going to shut the Yankees out. It's so hard to keep the Yankees limited. And, you know, I just don't, I struggle to see the Reds keeping up, Carl. I, I, don't, I don't see where they can do that. That is true. I, I will say one thing that is going for the Reds. This is the first time they've had their full 
healthy roster. There we go. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is doing so. Ross is being a handyman down there underneath well, the desk. We're having some trouble out here <laughs> with the uh, computer. But as you said, Reds, full healthy roster. First time this season. So they got everyone back in the lineup that's been out of the lineup. You're telling me, Carl, that with this, with this full healthy roster, maybe they could make a little bit of a run? I think it depends on how the bullpen shows up tonight. I think, because, no, I, I agree. Ashcraft, Ashcraft is looked very good, and he's had a little few spotty starts. So it'll be interesting to see. It, it, this is going to be a litmus test for him yeah. to see how good he is actually against, you know, obviously and one a, of the best a, lineups a stat I saw, in the Yankees. A stat I saw today as I was scrolling through Twitter just minutes before the show, since that 2-22 uh, and 22 start, the Reds are 30-32. and 32. That, that, yeah. Like, that's not that bad. Like, obviously, you know, Reds fans want to be much better than that, but obviously, you know, the start was just abysmal. Yeah. And then since then, you know, they, they played pretty much 500 base pay. If only we didn't, you know, trade away, <laughs> yeah. like, three of our six best players. Dang. We would have been just there. I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, it's not like we killed our locker room chemistry before, it, you know, before everything started. Well, Ethan, the only people that might be able to catch you in the second half of the season might be those Boston Red Sox, your biggest rival. And I saw last week Chris Sale. Did you guys get a chance to see this? I did okay, see that. Did see it was it. very but funny. Chris <laughs> Sale on a AAA rehab start absolutely goes ballistic in his dugout. And he attacks a water bottle. He attacks other things. We've seen it before in the sport of baseball. I don't know why. It happens in baseball. We don't see this in football, a more aggressive sport. You don't see the water bottles getting attacked like they do in baseball. But the water jug was an enemy, and Chris Sale really laid into it. But he is going to be making his season uh, debut going against the Rays. If they get the lefty back in the lineup, is this any cause for concern for your, for your stellar season for the Yankees? No. I mean, I, I, the Red Sox are very talented. They will make the playoffs, you know, despite their very slow start this year. They, they will make the playoffs. They may, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there ends up being a Red Sox-Yankees series. And that series at Fenway this weekend was a great series. I mean, Yankees kind of steamrolling the first two games. You're thinking, wow, if the Yankees walk out of here with a sweep. And then, you know, the Red Sox came back. Credit to them. They, they punched the Yankees in the mouth, especially in that last game. They walked it off. Um, and, you know, that could, maybe that's the springboard for the, the Sox to go on a little bit of a run. But, I, I, you know, the Yankees have been too good this year. The, the gap is 14 and a half games. If they were, if they were, yeah, in a division like that, I mean, we haven't even talked about the Baltimore Orioles because that, what a story. They've been phenomenal. I mean, this is a team with a lower payroll than Max Scherzer's salary. And Wow. Yeah, that, that's a great stat. That's I just incredible. Yes. And they're one game under 500. It's it's unbelievable that that team is doing what they're doing. They are, I think, maybe three games out of a playoff spot right now. I mean, the, the AL the AL wild card race is heating up with them. The Mariners have been very hot. The Mariners have won eight in a row. They're right there. Um, you know, the Guardians are hanging around. The White Sox, you can't count them out. So it's going to be tight. The AL the AL playoff race, especially with how good the East is. You know, you've got three solid teams in the Central, and you've got you know you got two solid teams. In the West, it's going to be a good, good race. Hail wild card spots. Can't wait for it. First pitch tonight, 7.05. You can listen to all the live action here on 97.1 WATH and root on your Cincinnati Reds as they take on the New York Yankees. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get the boys' thoughts on what 
Tiger said today at the Open. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Kim, and this is Ruth. Please join us every Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. It's the Kim and Ruth Show. Let's have another It's not the Kim and Ruth Show. show. It's really... <laughs> I don't know. Tune in to Make It Happen with Kim and Ruth every Wednesday morning at 10.06. And we'll spend time talking about health and wellness topics in all aspects of healthy living. But we know that you're the real expert in your health, so let us help you make it happen Wednesday morning on 970 WATH to make it happen. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Welcome back. This is the sports fan, Ross, Carl, and Ethan with you up until 635. Then we're going to switch over to the Cincinnati Reds official pregame broadcast before they take on the Yankees. Right, so I'm going to just jump into this one. We're at British Open Week. Tiger Woods is playing in it, and Tiger Woods has stayed mum on everything happening over in the world of golf thus far in the Live Tour. And today, he opened his mouth for the first time. Let's listen in. As far as the second part of uh, your question about the, the players who have chosen to go to live and, and to play on, um, to play there, I, I disagree with it. Um, I think that uh, what they've done is they've, they've turned our, their back on what has allowed them to get to this position. Um, some players have never got a chance to even experience it. Uh, they've, they've gone right from the amateur ranks right into you know, that organization um, and never really got a chance to, to play out here and, and what it feels like to play a tour schedule or, or to um, play in some big events. And, you know, who knows what what's going to happen in the near future with world ranking points, um, the criteria for entering major championships. Um, the, the, the governing bodies are going to have to figure that out. And I, some of these players may, may not ever get a chance to play major championships, and that is a possibility. Uh, we don't know that for sure yet. It's up to the, all the major championship bodies to make that determination. But... That is a possibility that um, some players will never ever get a chance to play in a major championship, never get a chance to experience this right here. Um, walked out in the fairways at Augusta National. I mean, uh, that that to me, I, I just don't. I just to me, I just don't understand it. There you have it, Tiger Woods at St Andrews up in Scotland, right before the 150th Open Championship which will tee off on Thursday, talking about the Saudi Arabian Finance LIV Tour and the players that have defected. Well, boys, this is the first time Tiger's actually opened his mouth on this. I mean, he is considered the greatest golfer of all time in many people's minds, so everyone wants to know what Tiger thinks. 
and he kind of blasted the players. He blasted the high-profile players that went over there, such as his longtime rival, uh, lefty Phil Mickelson. We have Dutch and Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Roy McIlroy also piling it on today. Is this the right way to combat this tour, to kind of poke fun, or um, I guess not poke fun, but say negative things about the players that go to that tour? Is that the right thing from the GOAT? Um, I, I can see he's being the company man right now, in my opinion, where he's, he's, a, he's, he's the reason why the PGA Tour is what it is today, if you really think about it. I mean, you, we wouldn't be talking golf as much if it wasn't for Tiger Woods. Uh, so, obviously, he's going to help them back out a bit with that, and I think that's what this is. Uh, one thing I didn't like about Tiger's statement there is saying that, oh, some of these young kids will never get to play majors. And, well, yeah, the world ranking thing is up in the air. We talked about that yesterday. That might be a little bit of collusion, and that might end up being a court case. As I think, I don't, I don't remember if the Department of Justice is looking in that specifically. You are, you're exactly right, Carl. That's, I mean, it's, that, the world that, goal, it's the world rankings and how that's playing out. But I, I think, in my opinion, I don't think, I think that's an empty promise. I, 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 I don't think they're threatening, with the exception of the PGA Championship, I don't think being in any of the, uh, these LIV events threatens the chance of you being in any majors. It, it's the USGA does not care. They obviously, you know, they said, all right, it doesn't matter what you're in. Come on in, play. This is the best golfers in the world. And I think everyone saw how that ended up when uh, all the LIV golfers did terribly. And I think it's the same thing with the Open, where we'll see how the LIV golfers do, but they didn't really care. They still want the best golfers in the world at their event, whether they are on the LIV Tour or whether they're on the PGA Tour. So I didn't like that part of Tiger's comments. And aside from that, it just seems like he's just toting the company line like Rory McIlroy is. Ethan, if you are a fan, and I'm not saying you are, but hypothetically speaking, if you're a fan of... Bill Mickelson, if you're a fan of Bryson DeChambeau, if you're a fan of Dustin Johnson, can you still be a fan of them when they're playing in the majors? Or do you think if you're a true diehard golf fan and you grew up with them playing on the PGA Tour, now that they're on another, now that they're on another tour, they're not going to have the same people rooting for them in Scotland come Thursday? I mean, yeah, that, that's a great question because a lot of people, you know, you know, you have to take into account, you know. The, the, the Saudi public investment fund that is funding this tour, you know, very fishy, very questionable. You know, you think about the human rights violations, you know, you think about the, the it all connects, you know, the, that all of these Arab investment funds are linked to significant human rights issues. You know, it, it also, we talk about the World Cup that's happening in Qatar in a few months where, you know, it's the same sort of deal. And I think that that's the thing is where fans have to decide, you know, am I okay with this? Am I okay with, you know, supporting you know, Phil Mickelson or DeChambeau or Brooks Kepka or any of these guys that are on the tour. And, you know, it, it's hard. I think some fans will. I think some fans will be like, nope, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I, think, I actually do think the majority of fans are like, nope, I'm not dealing with this. Um, it, it's, it's, golf is at a crossroads right now. It, it, it really is. Um, you know, it's a sport that really hasn't been disrupted by, you know, lockouts or anything like that. Or you know, COVID. Or, or yeah. even COVID. <laughs> Yeah, this sport. The one sport. <laughs> recreationally, this sport is on a massive boom, not only in the United States, but worldwide. There's more golfers playing golf now than there ever has been in any point of the game. 
but there's so much division Absolutely. when it comes to the top level of the game. How will this play out? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just crucial that we figure, you know, that the golf figures is out because, as I said, you know, it's kind of like a fork in the road. And, you know, we have to, you know, that's, that's the question that golf fans have to ask themselves right now. We'll figure this one out. They tee off Thursday. I'll be watching this one glued to the television all weekend long. It's the 150th British Open at St. Andrews. When we come back, an NBA All-Star is on the trading block. Stay informed about the stock market from Goldsberry Wealth Strategies. Weekdays at 5.30 on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. The report follows the news. Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a broker-dealer and is independent of RJFS. It's the 17th annual Ohio Brew Week from July 8th through the 16th. Hundreds of beers, select ciders, meads, and more. 30 breweries from all over Ohio, sponsored by Jackie O's, Devil's Kettle, Little Fish, Eclipse Company Store, West End Distillery, and 50 West. Over 200 different beers to try. And don't forget about the Craft Beer Music Festival. Last call is on the 16th. Go to ohiobrewweek.com for more details. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Local teams, local opinions, the sports fan on 970 WATH. Welcome back. This is a sports fan presented by J&K Contracting. Some news coming out of Utah. That's right, Utah. The Utah Jazz all-star guard Donovan Mitchell is now on the trading block. The Jazz are now listening to trade offers after trading away Rudy Gobert in the blockbuster deal to Minnesota. So, CEO and president of basketball operations, former Celtic great Danny Ainge now out there figuring out what he's going to do with his all-star guard. What will they get back for him? Reportingly, reportedly, excuse me, the asking price is even higher than Gobert's. So the Jazz are going to be stocking up on youngsters, talent, and draft picks. When we come back, we're going to get the boys' surefire hot picks of the evening. Pool Masters of Athens has just what you need to keep your pool or spa up and running all season long. Head over to 1015 East State Street in Athens, Ohio and see for yourself. Be sure to switch to pristine blue for a gentler touch on swimsuits, hair, and pool equipment. It doesn't have an odor and it's low maintenance which makes it so easy to use. Have the Pool Masters of Athens take care of your pool or spa so your family and friends can relax and enjoy all season long. 1015 East State Street in Athens, Ohio. The home of the steak burger is open late so you can get the burgers and shakes you've been wanting all day long. 
Steak and Shake on State Street in Athens, Ohio, is ready to serve you at the country's best, freshest, and tastiest burgers and shakes. Weekdays, get half-priced shakes during their happy hour from 2 p.m. until 4. Find them at 741 East State Street or online at www.steakandshake.com. In sight, it must be right. Steak and Shake, proud supporters of Reds baseball on WATH. This is the Sports Fan on 970 W-A-T-H. What's happening? This is a sports fan. We're with you for the next five minutes, and we're going to turn it over to the Cincinnati Reds pregame broadcast before they take on the New York Yankees in the Big Apple. First pitch at 7.05. All right, it's my favorite time of the evening. It's our sure-fire Hot picks of the evening. If you are a gambler, if you're looking to make a little bit of money, this is the time to tune in. Take out the pen and paper. We are going to make your bank accounts grow exponentially. I'm going to start off right where I won again last night. The Padres in the Rockies. This is played up in Coors Field. The over-under last night was 11.5, and, and guess what? They scored 11 runs. The final score was 6-5. to five. Tonight's over-under in this game, well, the bookies lowered it half a run based on last night's score. So I'm going to take the over in tonight's Padres and Rockies game. Book it in. I'm going to go 100. I'm going to go 5 for 5 this week. 100% of my picks will be correct. Over to you, Mr. Blaylock. I, I'm going to go uh, with over under on the Yankees Reds my gut tells me it's going to go over as we've established my gut is always wrong give me that under under eight in that game taking the under it's a very very you know if you're a Reds fan you can still root for your team you just hope it's a pitcher's duel right so that's that's good you can root with your heart and hopefully they don't score a lot of runs which the Cincinnati Reds haven't been able to do a whole lot this year all right Mr. Ethan Sargent, now let me remind the listeners, if you forgot who Ethan was, he's coming back into the studio, and we, we love him in here. But the last time he was in here, he broke into the MLS. And guess what? He picked those Austin Toros, I believe. And guess what? The Austin Toros won. So he knows a thing or two about picking these soccer games. So I'm going to leave it with you, Mr. Ethan Sargent. Well, obviously, after my, my glorious success of the Austin FC pick in the last one. Um, there is one MLS game tonight. Austin FC is on the road, or actually, no, I believe they're at home against the Houston Dynamo. Yes, they're at home against the Houston Dynamo, who did just pick up a very good player in Hector Herrera. But I'm going to take Austin FC money line again. One of the best players in the MLS in Sebastian Jurisi, 19 games, 11 goals, an MLS all-star. Give me Austin FC again. The tribe has spoken. If you are at home right now and if you are not listening to these three sure-fire hot picks of the evening, something is wrong with you. Carl, what's my record on this? You are 9-4. and four. I'm 5-8. and eight. Ethan is 1-1. 9-4. One and one. Nine and four. Oof. Yeah. Minute, these are like, I'm going to be like the Mike Tomlin. I'm just going to keep winning games out here. You are really good, except when you pick either a game with either the Pirates or the Dodgers. Don't, don't pick the Pirates. 
Funny story, I, don't, I haven't even shared this one with you gentlemen, but I have gotten the honor to throw out a first pitch at a Los Angeles Dodgers game. What haven't you done? That is a remarkable thing. I'll probably go to the <laughs> grave with that one as my coolest story. They brought me over as a sports broadcaster from Dubai. When Everett's Airlines sponsored the Dubai uh, Los Angeles Dodgers as their first North American sponsorship, so they brought over the American sports guy to interview the coach. Mr. Roberts, and throughout the first pitch, was, which was a strike right down the middle. All right, gentlemen, that's all we have today. We're back tomorrow with the sports fan right before the Reds take on the Yankees at the same exact time, 7.05.